This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It is everyone's favorite Friday activity. It is Roll Call Friday. What's up, Brigade? How are you? Welcome in Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian verse of the book presented by our friends at Betfred Sportsbook. We've got not one, but two. Guests coming on the show today. We hope. Do, do they both show up? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Scheduled and booked are two different things. Two different things. <laughs> so oh. maybe Dubsy's supposed to come back for a Dubsy Friday on a, or a Wednesday on a Friday. Wednesday and then Joe Friday. Ranieri, who I don't think I've ever talked to. I know you have talked to on this show. I've met Joe, <laughs> but I don't think I ever talked to Joe on BVB. So looking uh, forward to yeah. my first time doing that. How are you, sir? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to the brigade. Those of you that come in, please do me one favor today. Hit the like button while you're here. Want to see how many we can get. Oh. Does it matter? Just want to see. Okay. Um, I think the high yeah. has been last, last high is 75. I think something that like that. That'd be okay. great. I mean, just cause you know, we've got a lot of people looking at the show, talking about the show and we can just say to them, look, there's the numbers. Everybody wants the numbers. Everybody wants the numbers. All right. Adam. Rosenberg, <laughs> I just spoke to him. Oh. He's, he's driving right now, two hours. Adam Rosenberg on the Twitter. He changed I owe him his an avatar. Email. I owe him an email. Yeah. So um, I will get that to you him. You owe him an email because he called me and said <laughs> he needs something because he's looking for something. Okay. He loves the BVB. We're going to have him on a show eventually at some point. The kid's, you know, busy doing a lot of other things, but he's driving two hours to where? I didn't ask where he was going. Oh. This is part of the things. <laughs> People tell me stuff. I don't ask no questions. They All just right. tell me. He's driving right. for two hours. Right. I believe he's going south. I believe he's in Mass, and I believe he's going south. Oh, sorry. Toward Philadelphia. Oh, okay. I'm well, just guessing. I'm just saying. Just don't do 95 but, through Connecticut. That's no fun. Go to speak, Adam. Anyhow. We got a lot of people here, a lot of people coming. Yes, I talk to Ranieri every night on SportsGrid. Me, him, and Dubs do the first hour of in-game mm. live. It goes back and forth, nonstop, games, all kinds of stuff. So I figured I'd bring them on our show mm. on Friday to go mm. back and forth with you in the middle. Great. Kind of getting us <laughs> to where we got to go. So that's what we're doing today, as we always do in and. We'll get to the roll call Friday, probably around the 11 o'clock hour, a little bit after that. Hang with us. Stay with us. If you're here, again, communicate in the chat. We're looking at it, trying to keep it all together, mm. unlike Brazil. Oof. Out. More on that in a second. Ask the BVB at Gmail. I, I, I've seen the videos. You guys keep them coming, by the way. That's really, really cool. We'll play them. Uh, where we, I wanted to play a couple yesterday. We got long. If we have time today, we'll try to squeeze them in today. Mm. We may not be able to. Maybe just keep on sending the emails. We are seeing them. We will, they will make the show. We want them to be a part of the show. It's just one of those things where 
been a little bit of a chaotic week and a lot of things going on. So the show has been pretty packed and today it's packed with two guests. So got a lot of things going on, but we will play the BVB brigade videos. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. Please go ahead and do that. There's been all sorts of really interesting things happening. I watched our guy, Jeffrey Benson on a podcast, the circles off podcast that we talked about. I watched the whole thing today. So interesting where I am today versus where I was six years ago. Just the level of information, the different things that I see here. It is wild, the education level. Do you think there should be or could be some type of way of like, would the books ever want the public to be really educated? Do do the books want the public to know what a point spread really is, is my question. What is a point spread? What do you mean? Well, a point spread is a number that the books will put up either based upon their numbers or where they're going to anticipate the professional money to come in. So they put a number up so the the dog becomes enticing to the professionals. Okay. I mean, maybe sometimes it's, it's, it's a psychology thing. Yeah. But it's not, it's not a projection or prediction. It's not a trap. Books aren't books aren't deciding to put this up to lead the public off a cliff. Right. It's well, always been that way. No, no. On your side of the counter, but on my side of the counter, people don't know that people reference people on the other side of the counter. think they know every fucking thing anyway. You Fine. Tell but them my, that. But I've been telling people that for 30 years. Nobody's listening. But now we have a bigger platform. People are paying attention more now before they didn't want to hear it. Now I've got like Mike Wilbon giving picks and giving betting advice. So like now we've got all these different people. You're They've shaking. been doing this all along. No, they Which, haven't been though. Yes, That's they the, have. You haven't paid attention. They've been, uh, Dave, Jimmy the Greek was giving Jimmy the Greek was giving picks before you were born. Correct. And I was doing betting segments before I met you 15 years before I met you, but it, it's, it's the point. Were of, you? Yes. Okay. I've been doing, doing so, gambling content so, since 2001. Okay. I've been, I've I mean, been 21 so, years. That's what I'm this. saying. So, okay. So what are you more educated with now then? Cause I understand it way more now as to what the line is being made and what reason and how than ever before Vegas, this number of idea of like Vegas, there's no Vegas. The best line I heard this morning from Benson, which I think is really pretty interesting and everyone needs to hear, is that the second that the opening number comes out, the sports book really has little control over the direction of the number after that. It's then sharpened by the market. Or manipulated by the market. Either or. Either or. But it's moved by the market. That piece of information. Sometimes. Sometimes. Enough times to call it so. Enough times to say that the market, the book puts the number up. The book will hang, like you mentioned, the book hang Minnesota, Detroit, right? They go ahead and they hang the minus one on Detroit, or sorry, on Minnesota. And you're like, they're going to bet the Lions. You know what's going on. The books knew they're going to bet the Lions. So they go the ahead books, and thought all the books knew that. Not all the up. books knew that. What if they put up Minnesota minus one because they wanted to bet the Lions? Okay, fine. Well, they is. Who is they? <laughs> Guys that work in a book. Okay, well, but that's not that's got nothing to do with the public, though. That's a personal. No, no, it's got nothing to do with the public. It's got nothing to do with Matthew. With, don't be so naive. What are you talking about? What is what does that have to do with the public? If they want to bet the Vikings, what does it do? What is, how does a public hundred dollar better? How does that line? How does that person influence that line? 
They never influence that line. Correct. You said you've been doing this for 15 years. The public doesn't influence anything. That's what I just said. Ever. That's my, but that's my point. The public doesn't know that. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Dave, they don't. I'm telling you, the public doesn't know that. The, the public, public thinks the public moves the money? Yes. The yes. public's been misinformed. The public thinks the president is the president. I mean, it's, well, it's come on. Seriously. <laughs> come on. We're not going down those roads. Please. But the public believes that the number is being set for them. No, the, the, I think you think that. No, they do. Dave, the public thinks that. You speak for the public? I can tell you why. Why do people consider the information that books give them with 85% of the public's on one side? Why is that to some people valuable information? Because they say it is whoever's giving that no, information. No, people, want, people have been trained to believe that that actually is information you can be actionable on. You can bet it. They believe oh, that. Give me all oh, the public's on one side. I'm baiting the public. Well, who told you the public are on that side? Well, that, that email that got sent out by that book tells me so. Oh, is that accurate? I don't know. They tell me it is. So they go ahead and think, okay, I'm going to fade the public. That's my that's my issue. With Bloomberg says that this is a good investment. Does that mean it's a good investment in the stock market? Well, that's a little different because it's, what does it mean? It's a different. It's the same. No, it's different because whoever Bloomberg, tells you the message, you got to question everything. No, because that Dave, hold on, you can't. This is this is when people do this all the time. You can't do this. The SEC is involved in the stock market. Okay, <laughs> there are policing. Okay, I'm just I'm just telling you. Get Dubsy sports, on. We'll talk about this later. Get Dubsy if, on. If sports betting go. wants to be regulated the way that the stock market is, we're in a whole different conversation. Okay, so that's all a whole right. different world. But all right, sports go betting is still in the wild, wild west. It is. I'm go not out of my mind. It's the truth. I can't go to jail. For, for having for, for these conversations. Can't do this. Different story. Dobsy, nobody's going to jail. Dobsy, how are you, sir? Boys, not this week uh, anyway. My lawyer's uh, gotten me a bit of extra time there. I'm still uh, got a couple of weeks to back some more winning tickets. Always a pleasure to see you, gentlemen, on a Friday. I love listening to you guys break it down the best in the business. And, uh, hey, I don't know if you just saw uh, that matchup in the World Cup. Yeah, Croatia. What happened, Dobsy? Croatia? Uh, going through. I cannot believe what I just witnessed. So Croatia go through uh, off the back of penalty shootouts. They win that 4-2. Brazil scored in extra time in uh, the 105th minute. They're dancing around. They're crying. They've gone, yay, yay, we're going through to the semifinals. <laughs> Not so fast. Croatia get one. It goes to penalty kicks, as we've seen. It is a bit of a coin flip. Not to say it's all luck involved. Croatia, getting the job done. The super weights, Brazil. See you later. Any gym teachers placing ninety thousand dollar bets on Croatia ah, to, stop to, it. to that's, go ahead? That's and that's not a real thing, Maddie. That's that's not a real thing. Ninety thousand dollars. It's the public. Uh, come it's on. the regulators. It's the this. Nah. It's the that. You just heard them telling me about this. Nah. Oh, wait a second. Now this isn't real. Well, sports betting isn't regulated real. like the SEC. This is a stock market story we're talking about. The gym teacher in New York. I'll tell you what, <laughs> he's doing all right for himself, isn't he? How about that? In a mill? I mean, if I had 90K, I'd probably uh, be throwing it on a couple other games, maybe <laughs> uh, you know ones that aren't at 10 to 1, but fair play to him. I'll tell you what, guys, a lot of social media has been taken over by these big parlays that were seen on the Sunday afternoon. The, the gym teacher that decided to throw 100K and make a million on a mattress Mac. Mattress Mac, I actually, you know, the, we believe that one. That's legit, but... I want to see some of these tickets uh, face up. I, there's Nobody something going wants on. to see the Something's tickets. Something's going on here. There Something's may not even on. be tickets. That's I what I'm saying. Great, Dubsy, I heard a great explanation today. The books set up fake accounts inside I believe themselves it. and then take these shots 
it's all fake money anyway. Yeah. If it hits, they advertise like it was somebody else. It's like a dummy account. Yeah. If it wins, they just pay somebody. Protect. I mean, like yeah. it's crazy what you yeah. can make up. But that is and fraud. I can though. Say it's so easy. It's they, done. It's they not can, fraud. but it is fraud. It's not fraud. How's it fraud? It's a customer. It was a school teacher. They got a guy. Marketing a, geniuses, yeah. huh? Unbelievably, unbelievable marketing geniuses. Yeah. Counselor yeah. Peralt's going to try to figure out how to press charges. By that time, the book business will be done. Well, I, just, um, I, just, I, mean, I think it's, it would be a state by state business based upon are you able to actually do that? Because I think every state state's state law, business. every every law would be written differently about whether or not you'd be able to place a wager like that with yourself. Dobsey's got enough legal issues. Let's get back to the <laughs> yeah. soccer. Yeah. Dobsey. Too many boys. What's going Argentina on? Argentina and the Netherlands is coming up. 11 o'clock Pacific. It's 1020 right now. That's 40 minutes away. We talk every night, Monday through Friday at six o'clock Pacific, nine o'clock Eastern on the sports grid. You're all over to soccer. What soccer jersey are you wearing today right now? Mate, so this is actually, I got it sent to me this week, a Manchester United jersey. Not that I'm a big fan of Man United with (laughs) Rashford on the back. Marcus Rashford. He could could be a shoo-in for an anytime goal score there tomorrow with England, being one of the bright sparks. But it's a nice little number, boys. But the thing with the soccer jerseys are they're really slim fits. You know, the soccer players, it's all about the cardio. So they don't have a lot of muscle up top. The way your boy's been living the last six months it looks all right on this angle, but uh, you know, I'm I'm not wearing it around the block. <laughs> Little tight at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, the, the old love handles, the, the keg out the back. It's not a good look. Listen We're gonna get to back me. in the gym, boys. Argentina, Netherlands. Okay. Yeah. What's the what? What are you looking at for this game, either betting wise or just what do you expect to happen? The totals too, Dubsy. Yeah, are we getting another? One. Are we it's getting a- another snoozer? Or we can we get an over in this game? Look, I think we are going to get another snoozer. I was surprised the Netherlands actually took it to Team USA. They ended up putting, you know, three goals on the Americans there last week. They don't like pressing. They don't like playing it up forward. They want to try and hold that possession. For Argentina, it's all about Lionel Messi. Uh, he's trying to keep the Cinderella story alive by trying to cap off a fairy tale career. Never won a World Cup. So to Ronaldo, but I like what I see from Messi. I think they get the job done. Plus 120 for a 90-minute result there for the Netherlands. Look, they've shown glimpses. Uh, you know, Cody Gakbo, one mm. of the, the young breakout stars, Virgil van Dijk there at the back. But I'm going to lean with the Argentinians, third best team in the world according to the FIFA rankings. And I think uh, the, the poise that Messi has on this stage, they're built for it. The time is now. Give me a slice of Argentina. So tomorrow there's a game if you're a long-time football soccer fan England France is epic I mean when yeah. you have these two powers going up game against each other game this, the yeah the, 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 this is this is the the matchup are you riding with the favorites France do you like France money line or is England going to shock France here and knock out the defending champs say his name too Dubsy Mbappe? say the French guy's name say Mbappe? his name King Kylian Mbappe taking Mbappe. on Prince Harry Kane, boys. Look, I've been big on the French from pre-tournament. They lose their best player, Kareem Benzema, Ballon d'Or winner. Kylian has got to be the second best player in the world. Griezmann in the center of the park there. No one's given him enough respect, 9-1 to one for an anytime goal score there from Griezmann. But I do think the French get it done. But the closer I get to this one, Saturday afternoon, I'm looking at this English side and... Forever, they've been known as a bit of a choke job. The bigger the stage, they can't sort of kick into that next gear. But Gareth Southgate has shown us at this World Cup, 
He has got a lot of young talent to draw on who can score at a very high clip. If it's not Harry Kane, it's Rashford on the back of this jersey. It's Jude Bellingham. He's had a sensational tournament. Saka can score at a high clip. So I think we're going to score goals. I think the French will ultimately get it done. But, I mean, you're underselling it, Davey. This is the biggest matchup by an absolute country mile, and I think it's going to play out that way. I'd love to see it go the distance, but I think the French, uh, they've showed for me that they are still the play. And I was seeing last night, you can still get them a plus 460 to go on and win the whole thing. So that's where I'm leaning. Obviously, we got um, a little break from the college football this weekend. We got NFL football this Sunday, though, and it again, that's called football. A lot of people like to call the other football football, but for our purposes, we're still calling it soccer. Um, anything in the NFL jump out to you on Sunday? Because I know Saturday you're already booked. You're watching Portugal and Morocco early. <laughs> you got France and England mid-morning brunch time for us out west. But what hits your your palate for Sunday? And I don't want any dogs breakfast. Well, no dogs breakfast. A, a couple that stand out to me, Dave, and I mean, how, how good is the proper football, the NFL? Nothing moves the needle like it. Uh, the Browns taking on the Bengals. Look, for Cincinnati, Joey B, I love my guy Joey Mix, but there's something about being 0-4 against this Browns side that does concern me. But I think it's about time he bucks the trend there. Give me the uh, the Bengals minus 5.5. Joey Mix looks like he's going to be back out there. Samaji P. Ryan, he's been very competent in the backfield, to say the least, Jamar Chase. I mean, so many weapons. So many weapons there for Cincy. And then the Texans. If you can get them at 17 and a half, what? 18, sign me you up. You want baby. the dog? Cowboys ain't covering that. Massive number. 18, Texans, they get a couple of points. Cowboys, bit of regression. That number, Davey, I just can't say no to it. It's, it's, too, it's too saucy for your boy going into Sunday there. But what about last night? Thursday night football. I mean, anything is possible. If Baker Mayfield can go down the field and get a win for the Rams, throw the script out the back of the car door, lads. Yeah. It's well, wild. We're going to get Joe Ranieri in after you here, so we're, we're going to let you it. go. He called yeah. it at six to one. I, Miami Joe is a beast. We're going to discuss that with him and the rest of the NFL weekend. Dubsy, thanks for joining us. I know you got in between pickup and drop-offs and things you got to do, get done this morning. Appreciate you coming in. The brigade loves you. Give them a little flex or something on a way out before, before you <laughs> oh, look, go. Give them a little look, trap. You, you know what? You know Last what, time you were here, you didn't you know take what your shirt off. You know what disappoints me? I didn't take my shirt off because, again, your, your boy's looking like a keg with arms at the minute. Brazil getting kicked out of the World Cup. Is it karma because they were dancing around and carrying on silly in that last game? I think so. But you know the dance move that I like, Davey? And we're going to miss it with Brazil being out of the World Cup? It's the pigeon. You put the arms behind the back and you do the head wobble. You do the head wobble. You do the head wobble. <laughs> Maybe it looks like something else. They call it the pigeon, Davey. That's what we're going with. Argentina, the French to win it. Go and do the pigeon, boys. Have a good Friday. See you oh tonight. Dubsy. Look out. It's Dubsy Anderson joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Oh no. That's a meme. That's a oh. video. Mikey Awesome, do your work, my friend. Do your best <laughs> with that because I don't know what that was. I have oh. no idea what that head no movement idea. was. I do not want oh. to know what that oh. head movement was. Yeah. But another wonderful moment with Dubsy very good. So we'll get Joe Ranieri here in here in just one second and, and get him on to talk about the NFL. And I can cry about last night and in wine, which I've not done as yet. Raiders season is pretty much 
done <laughs> now. We're doing the game in game. And Joe and I both agreed that the under was the one, you know, just kept pounding the under, pounding the under, second half under, whatever. And then and then I, watching it later, Joe Joe's sitting there with dubs and he goes, the Raiders haven't put this team away. They should win and be winning this game by 21 points. 100%. Because they're gonna lose. Just bet the Rams in game outright. It was six to one. It was hilarious. And it, you knew, and like as ridiculous as it sounds, I was on with, with Moose and Keith this morning. They're like, was that the most improbable drive ever? I'm like, no. No, no. It was another like, why was it so improbable? I didn't see it as being that improbable, but no, it's, game out, it, right? it's another indictment as to the inability for Josh McDaniels to understand and handle oh, an in-game God. situation to stop another lead from being blown. He has blown four games in which his team has had a 13-point lead or more. Right. I mean, this is entering into unbelievable territory. How's it possible? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You know, one time is a fluke. Two time is a trend. What the fuck is for? <laughs> fireball fence yes maybe it's it's no I, I don't want i don't like getting guys fired but I it's mean, an indictment into who you answer. are as a head coach you are you were unable to have a strategy in game in right. order to win a game in which you just need to run the clock out right like the third down call on third and one was the most predictable simple easy like everybody right. knew you're giving the ball to josh jacobs everyone knew that and then you don't go for it on fourth down. The punt pins him down to the two yard line. The guy's oh. doing the gritty at the one yard line over a punt, which right. another indictment of the where the Raiders are mentally. I think the yep. game's over. Yep. <laughs> it's not bad, bad. Well, let's get the guy who called it. Called the six to one last night. We'll miss Joe Ranieri here on the Bostonian versus the book. Let's bring him up and on. Talk about where these Raiders go. Joe, good to see you. How are you, Matt and Dave? Pleasure, uh, gentlemen. Absolute pleasure. Did you guys uh, lose enough money on uh, Dubs's uh, Brazil selection uh, today? Thanks, Whoops. Dubs. Appreciate it. I'm done share pan with him. I am done giving him winner after winner. And that po- Brazil. Oh, just bet Brazil. They're going to win it all. Oh. Just bet Brazil. Lay oh. the goal in half. They're good to go. It's it's, it's completely unfiltered, unedited. You can say whatever the fuck you want, Joe. So if you need to get something off your chest, just let it fly. It's perfectly okay. His plays speak volumes for himself, that putts. You got to be kidding me here, Dubs. You got to be kidding me. Talks me out of everything. I'm like, well, you know, Croatia. Oh, no, no, no. Brazilian, Brazilian. Got to just Brazil. I can't. No more share a pan with him. No more. Are you, are you done. done with the are done you with done him. with the fucking soccer? I'm yet done with done? him. I'm done. I'm done. I didn't even want to bet the shit sport to begin with. I didn't even want to bet it. And he talked me into betting Brazil. Like I, I I'm done with him. Done. Should have known it. He didn't even bet his own country, <laughs> oh. and he lost his ass. Like, it serves him right. It serves me right for even listening to him. It's ridiculous. Total horseshit. Matt, always a pleasure, my friend. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm wonderful. I stopped betting after the Team USA elimination, so I was like, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm out. I, I've watched, like, literally two games in this World Cup. It's been weird. I just normally I get into it. I don't know why. I got other stuff going on in my life. I've just – I've not been watching this World Cup really at all. I mean, I'll watch yeah. England and France tomorrow. I'll, I'll watch that. 
That's about it. At least five minutes of it. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll peek at it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, you know, but I, I don't know why he just hasn't had the same, even with the USA advancing, it hasn't had the same type of like, I, I will say this though on air with you guys. Okay. Right now, Bostonian versus the book dubs wanted to talk me into bet in France. You want to know who I'm betting tomorrow? England. It sure as hell ain't friggin' France. I'll tell you that right now. It ain't France. So as a matter of fact, I'm going to unload on England right now as soon as we're done here. Ridiculous. My time. Disgusted with him. So listen, we do the show every night uh, in game live. I do the first hour with you two, six to seven Pacific, nine to 10 East. And, um, you know, we do this basically for an hour and then you do two more hours with Dubsy every night, which, you know, God bless you, the cast the characters and everything you got going on. But talk a lot of football for the weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. And, you know, you got to have a day off. So you're off on Friday. So I'm glad mm-hmm. you came on today. Thank you. I wore the Miami stuff for you. Yep. Very nice. Because sure, Dubs is now calling you Mr. Miami. Oh, yes. yes. Which, again, that's fine. Yeah. What are you looking at for the weekend? I'll, I'll, I'll start with the Sunday night game and, and we'll work backwards, I guess. But the Dolphins are now minus three. That's the total is 52 mm-hmm. and a half. And three and a half. At FanDuel, they moved it to three and a half? Yeah. Wow. And mm. um, circus testing the waters at three and a half even. That's mm-hmm. tremendous. They're really seeing who wants that one. Joe, is it that easy that the Dolphins just win this thing and lay it down? No, nothing is that easy, especially with the Dolphins, uh, because uh, that. Well, first of all, we got to look at the injury report with them because there's still some question marks uh, there. They are a little bit uh, banged up. They got their asses kicked all over the place. They are out west uh, with the 49ers. Now they got to take on a defense that's probably um, not even in the same breath as the 49ers. Let's be realistic here. Um, but it should be. You, you look at this game and you got this. This feels like it should be closer to four and a half, five, somewhere in that ballpark there. And yet here we are, you know, three, three and a half hovering around. The, the beautiful thing about Herbin, and I believe the stat was, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it that if you had backed Herbert since he's taken over as a uh, as a starter for the Chargers, right? If you had backed him in an underdog role over the last couple of years, and you teased every game they were an underdog with him at quarterback, you, right, Pro? What is it, 16-0, and 0, some sort it's of a boxes number yep. like that? Uh, it's yep. because you're never out of it with him, and usually when they're an underdog, that means they're playing from behind, uh, So, yeah. which means he's allowed to drop back 50 times a game. I don't trust the Dolphins' uh, defense all right. that much. Keenan Allen seems to be getting a little bit of his legs back underneath him. Uh, they've shown they can score, although they didn't do a very good job against the Raiders last week, but kudos to the Raiders there. It feels like an over, smells like an over. I don't want anything to do with this game because I don't trust uh, McDaniel as far as I can throw him. Um, but I think this game has got, you know, 32, 28, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, I think you're going to be in the 50s when it's all said and done here. Hmm. Joe, I asked this question to Dave yesterday, so I'm going to ask you this question. So I'm going to give you $100. Are you riding the 11-1 trend with the Broncos under or the 16-0 trend with the Army-Navy under? 
Oof. Uh, see, I actually like the over in the Army Navy. I, just out of principle, thirty-two and a, you can kiss my thirty-two and a half. <laughs> like, come on, man! Like thirty-two it's five and and a, zero to the last five years, five and zero to under thirty-two. Yep. It's and listen, you go back forty years. It's ninety-five percent, ninety-six. I've never seen. It's ridiculous how these two teams can't score. But I, you know, it just seems, uh, you know, Matt, everyone is going left. Oh, I got to bet the under. I got to bet the under again. It's like dubs. You got to bet Brazil. You got to bet Brazil. Yeah, on principle, I think I'm going up and over. We've actually seen these two teams battle here as of uh, recently, and they're starting to pass now. I've never seen this. We've actually got uh, an Army and Navy team that can actually drop back and throw the ball here a little bit. The under is the easy call, but to me, the easiest call, and I'm conflicted in that one with the R because I want to go contrarian, go over in it. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it, all right? Um, now, Denver's broke. That whole offense and Russell Wilson, that, that whole shit is broke. They're, Let, they're some, fucking mess, Jeff. There's some they're broke ass shit going on in Denver, people. Like, oh. that ain't working. I don't know what – the pink suit and the loafers. I don't know what's going on there with uh, with good old uh, Russell. But half the team hates him. The other half of the team – really hates him, but they're afraid to tell him uh, that they hate him. So this is not going to get any better. Uh, and it's certainly not going to get any better this weekend. I don't think against Kansas City, who's going to be a little pissed that they lost to Cincinnati. I don't, they haven't made it to 17, 18 points in ever. What makes right. us think they're going to do it here too? Right. Um, I, I don't get it. It's got blowout, but I will say this, Kansas City is notorious uh, for being heavy favorites and not covering because there's really no reason to with Andy Reid and them. They've got bigger goals. You know, dropping 48 on Denver is not something they're going to be interested in. That defense might have a little something to say about it. It just feels like it's 27 to 7, mm. somewhere in that ballpark there. To me, it's all under 11 and 1 for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason is Russell Wilson, uh, Hackett. And the rest of that offense uh, should just, you know, pack it in because uh, it ain't working out there in Denver. Uh, Joe, that's uh, that's a that's a tough one. I, I I said I think I would rather the under in the Denver game, but I so I, I'm I, not. Listen, it ain't broke. Don't fit eleven and one because of Russell. We're not looking at this under parole because. We we are are so confident that Kansas City can't score that many points. Right. Like we know Kansas City is going to get their point, but are we convinced that Kansas City against that Denver defense is going to drop thirty five on them? Because no, that's yeah. the only way it goes mm -hmm. over. They're zero and five. Denver's zero and five to the uh, to the over at home. You have a four and two road mark for KC, but they're only seven and five. And, and against the conference, they're two and six to the over. Yep. So they haven't been scoring very many points. And I mean, mm -hmm. last week, how did I, I was on the over for Bengals and the Chiefs, and that game stayed under because of the missed field goal at the end of the game. So the Chiefs have been an under team just because the numbers are always elevated in overvalue. Oh, I'll give you one better pearl. I was on the first half over. Yeah, oh. and yeah, yeah. Then I had to watch that putz okay. of a coach in Cincinnati call timeout. Now I'm like, oh, I thought he was going to go on the fourth and one. I'm like, what are you doing? Then he calls timeout. I'm like, <sighs> then he rolls him back out again. Like, what are you doing? Oh, just kick the field goal. <laughs> kick the field goal. And we go over the 26 and a half. Everybody wins, but no.
Um, I was, um, needless to say, shocked the second half uh, went that way. But I guess we shouldn't, Brawl, because Lou Anarumo, guys, if you haven't caught on to this, is a B. I don't know how he's not a head coach. He's going to be a head coach. But that D.C. of Cincinnati continues to print money in second halves of their games. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is you're doing in the first half with any success, his in-game adjustments are absolutely out of control to the point where 19 of the last 21 second halves for Cincinnati have been covered by Cincinnati. Mm. Joe, uh, real quick, we're working on it, guys. If you're still here with us watching it, uh, they're working on the stream right now, trying to get it actually back up live. I mean, there's, you can watch it on the Twitter's rolling, okay. uh, you know, but the YouTube is dead. Everybody's left that we, we're, we're trying to figure it out. Um, Joe, it's Ravens week in Pittsburgh, and uh, the line has come down. Opener was three and a half, four. It's down across the three. It's at two everywhere. Yep. Totals 36 and a half. Um, what do you see here with this game? I it's amazing. Wasn't uh wasn't Tomlin at the end of his rope? His team sucks. Like he's yeah. not uh, you know, this was over. I'm sorry. You know, he's got a rookie quarterback, he's not gonna be very good. And and now all of a sudden they're a favorite at home because you went from Lamar Jackson to Lamar Jackson Jr. Um yeah. And I, and, I mean, what the, are we really? I mean, the look ahead line on this prompt was four, four. Yeah. And yeah. now all of a sudden, we Huntley comes in and oh, no, no, it's two, two and a half. No, oh, hell no. All the value yeah. is on, um, is on Baltimore to me. Yeah. I like the defense more than I like the defense they had last year when Lamar went down for four or five games. Um, I like it even more here. So I agree with the under, but there is no way I am not including Baltimore and in just about every teaser known to mankind this weekend. I'm getting them up over a touchdown on a total that's 37. Yeah, I'll take the eight, eight and a half. No problem. Yeah, we talked about that last night uh, on a radio show. I, I agree with you. It's a great teaser number to take it over seven, over Oof. three and seven with the Ravens. How many points, Joe, do I have to give you for you to be interested in taking the Texans this weekend? None. I already took them. I, I already took them. Like, 17? And this year, 17, 18. You got to be kidding me. 18? We had an 18 okay. yesterday. Yeah. yeah and it, again, there are some things you got to bet on principle here. The value is just so there. It's not even funny. How many times have we watched the Cowboys over the last, we're going to go back much, three years, four years? hit games like this on a schedule and completely shit the bed and go like, what the, what just, and this, you know, it's a game like this against Houston where we all go, Oh man, this, this quarter, like, this is just terrible. Like you can't Dallas. This is awful. Sell the team. They're not going to lose. At least I don't think they're going to lose, but at the same time, they're putting Davis mills back behind quarterback, which was the right play I think to begin with as long as they don't turn the ball over okay and Kyle Allen with his four interceptions and four fumbles you know it, mm. they should have been much closer to the Cleveland uh, game last week I, they're gonna keep this thing within you know 18 points here guys provided they don't shoot themselves in the foot I'm not saying take out a second mortgage 
But, Matt, yeah, I ain't got to take no, but you ain't got nothing. Give me those points here. I trust the Cowboys as far as I can throw them to cover a number like this. Um, wow. Our buddy, uh, our buddy Newbie's going to the game. Yes. In uh, at the Giants. And the Eagles are laying seven. There's a couple books at a heavy seven, minus 20. Somebody even went to seven and a half, a couple mm-hmm. of places, Caesars and, and DraftKings. And yep. I bet FanDuel will be too. Um, you got to take the points with the G-men here, don't you? I uh, I went under, actually. I yeah. got it at what? When it opened 45, I think the number uh, was mm-hmm. there. Uh, it's amazing to me what we're starting to see with this Philadelphia team, isn't it? The coaching yep. staff seems to be able to adjust their game plan based upon the opponent they're playing. In other words, if they don't think they can run the ball, like they didn't think they could run the ball last week, guess what they did? They threw it all over the yard there and had success. Now, if they don't think they can pass, then they're going to run it and they're going to run it successfully. So they're very unique from that standpoint this year. And if they have a lead going into the second half, guys, how many times do we have to see it? They take the air out of the ball. They completely slow the game down. They milk the clock for all it's worth. They shorten the game, and they just take the victory there, and it usually means an under. I think they believe they're going to be able to run on this Giants team. I don't believe they're going to feel a need uh, to throw the ball anywhere. So I do think the only Giants chance is to, again, time clock management, hold on to the ball, run the ball, I think this is a dead nuts under in this matchup here. Another divisional game. And how many times have we cash tickets this year, Paul, on divisional unders? Uh, If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Give me the under with the Philadelphia and the Giant game. So I'll I'll let Dave finish up my last one for you. Brock Purdy is a kid who played football at Iowa State, a lot of success, Mr. Relevant, seventh round pick. Supposedly the Niners love this kid. They think this guy's going to do big things. You got Tom Brady, whose offense couldn't do anything until the last, what, seven minutes of the game against the Saints at home and somehow yep. won that football game. Now they're going cross country. Can Brock Purdy and company beat Tom Brady on Sunday? Yeah, I think the three of us could beat Tom Brady on any given Sunday this year. I mean, you have can you score more than 14 points, Brady? What do you think? I mean, can you throw? Can you? I don't know mess us all up, Brady, put up a 30 spot this weekend. All right. And prove us all wrong that you're not a washed up divorcee has been banging a bunch of Instagram or is that the Sean? No, no, that's Tom Brady. Yeah. Just let us know. That's his Brady. Let us know. Um, I'm not buying it. I will say this. That is a super bowl winning caliber defense with the 49ers. Uh, We have seen less defenses make Brady and that offense look real out of sync and they're out of mm-hmm. sync because he doesn't trust the offensive line because he knows he's about to get killed. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to get rid of the ball even faster than what he was trying to do over the last couple of years. Everything is out of sync, out of rhythm. And that defense, that defense uh, will make you look terrible. Could very well. Brock Purdy, what do you need to do? Don't turn the ball over. Oh yeah. yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. What the hell did he need to do? Don't turn the ball over and you will be fine. I think they're going to be fine. I think it's going to be a rock fight, but ultimately uh, it's one that they'll probably win because the defense wins it for them late in the fourth quarter. Um, and by the way, I'm going to be at the jet Buffalo game in the box this Sunday. So I'm going to be there. Um, You going to see Carmine? 
No, 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 no. I got um, it's uh, it's my birthday, so they're flying oh. me up to. Uh, I might be the uh, in front of all Bills Mafia. I'm going to be up in there taking in the uh, the Jets game. It's the first time in I don't know what 15 years as a lifelong Jet fan. I actually have a reason to root for anything in week 14 of the NFL season besides draft picks. Uh, so it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Should be an awful lot of fun. Well, happy birthday. A I little know. bit, of, a day or two ahead here. I was going to ask you this on the way out. I guess you might be going to the airport, but for the rest of the morning here or, yes. or afternoon down in Miami, are you going to walk the dog here or are you going to watch the soccer game with Argentina? Which one are you going to do right now on the way out? Oh, you got to be kidding me. I, I'll actually take a job as a dog walker instead of watching this crap anywhere. I'm done. I got more. I'm, I'm soon as we're done, I'm betting England and I'm dropping <laughs> dubs a note. He can kiss my ass. Never again. Am I taking any soccer advice from him? My goodness. Other than that, it's a pleasure, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Thanks, Joe. Happy <laughs> birthday. Travel safe. Stay warm in Buffalo. It's not going to be a warm one for you up Woo! there, but we'll see what happens. Be <laughs> good, guys. Later. Cash That's it, Joe. man. That's Joe Ranieri <laughs> from Sports Grid joining us here oh. on the Bostonian versus oh. the book. So um, yeah. good stuff with him. That was a lot of fun. Oh. So, all right. So if you're watching on Twitter, thank you for hanging. If you're, I don't know what's going on with the stream. Um, it's interesting that we're down on YouTube or up on Twitter. I don't know how that works, but we'll be fine on sports grid, obviously. So it's uh, one of those weird things. If you guys are watching it, if you miss any part of it, you can always go back and watch the show at midnight Eastern 9 PM Pacific time on the replay for sports grid audio podcast as well, which will come out after the show. It's over about 45 minutes after the show is over. The audio podcast hits on Apple and Spotify. So uh, let's kind of pick up right from there. We've not talked about the Raiders and what happened last night. The Raiders keep finding unique ways to lose football games. And yep. I I don't know if you're Derek Carr, like you did the rah-rah press conference mm-hmm. and the team responded, they won three games. And then you go into a situation where that's about as banged up as a football team as you're going to get against a team that you are better than. And you lose in that fashion to a dude who came off the street on Tuesday to the LA Rams. I mean, that's about as bad of a loss this year in the NFL. I mean, that 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 might be the worst loss in the NFL this year. Yeah, it's bad. But, I mean, like you said, how many times do they blow double-digit leads like that? Four. It's another double-digit lead bomb. I don't know. He got the, he got the pass. So, I, can, I mean, do you blame the coach? Is it all him? I mean, it's not all him, but bad a lot penalties. Of, they took a lot of it is on him. I mean, a lot know? of it, a lot of it also is on. I mean, look, I'm going to cry over spilled milk and a push that should have happened. But I mean, Max Crosby got held literally on every single play on that final drive. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I've never seen out in the open on the edge. Key game, key moments. It's like the referees were just like, you know, hey, we, we, we want ratings. So go. Well, we're in let LA. Them play like, just they, go. you know, the end of the games in the NHL, they just let them play. And then yeah, but you the can't the games I mean, like here. They can't. just let them play. I mean, I don't can't. know. I, I know you just can't you know, though. I mean, you, just, you have to, you have to either, you have to throw it once, like throw it in a moment, but you have to flag. I mean, Max Crosby got on the last touchdown. I, I put it on Twitter. He, he literally got last soda on his neck. Officer lineman grabbed him and pulled him or chokeholded him around yeah. his neck. No call. I mean, it, it, clean pockets are everything in the NFL. 
You have guys clean pockets. They can make throws. We know the secondary for the Raiders is garbage. So their whole defense is pass rush. So if you let the offensive lineman hold like crazy, that's that, that would, what happened. It's a 98, a 98 yard drive is, is a possibility. But I'm convinced that with time, any quarterback in the NFL can make throws and hit sports. Yeah. I mean, right. it's, you know, and a former number one pick like that. Yeah, and Baker still got it as far yeah. as like making the arm throws. Strength. Yeah, arm and talent. If he's if he's not getting hit and he is healthy, I think he's a capable quarterback. I thought he was going to have success in Carolina. It just didn't work out because they had some injuries. As soon as McCaffrey got hurt, it changed the whole offense, and he didn't really have an opportunity to succeed. I don't know. People were asking, did, did the Rams find a backup quarterback? Are they going to keep him? Are they going to you know see the guy? Is Stafford doesn't come back or is hurt? Is okay, he the guy? See. Go a step farther. Does Baker Mayfield have a starting job next week, next year, next week, next year? Is he a starter in the league? Could have been a starter this year, right? right? I mean, I think there's a real possibility that the team that is going to look at him and say, you know what? I, I can figure it out. I can resurrect him. You know, I can find a way to bring him in and have him be competitive I think there's a bunch of jobs, a bunch of teams at young quarterbacks with question question marks right now as to what's going on with right. their offense. I mean, I think the Colts would be a logical place for Baker Mayfield next year to wind up. You got an offensive line, you got a running game. I mean, you're not gonna bank on Matt Ryan next year. <laughs> when you go to one of these places like that. I mean, it's just like any job, right? I mean, we got a lot of people that have a lot of different jobs in their lives and do things that come here and watch us. You're not only picking somewhere where you're going to be successful, you're picking where they're already successful or what pieces they have in place. When you go take a job, you can go anywhere and do what you do, but if they do it fucked up, you're not going to have success and you're not going to like the job. Baker's got to make a big decision next. I mean, he was in Cleveland and had the world by the balls and had coach and him and everything, and then that all went aside. Got hurt. They got rid of him. Took the job in Carolina, right? Or did they trade him there? They traded him, I think. They sent him. Yes. They sent him went and got Watson. Right. And they told him, you can hang here and be the backup or the placeholder until Deshaun got back and he forced the issue, got rid of him. I think he has to pick his next job wisely, but obviously I still think he can do the job. It's a, I think he'd be a starting quarterback next year in the NFL. I really do. I think he could pretty easily wind up. You want him on the Patriots? I don't want him on the Patriots with Matt Patricia calling plays. How about that? That's what I mean. Like I wouldn't take the Patriots job if I was Joe Montana. Yeah. I, I would, if, if I, if Bill makes a very large, you know, change with the coaching staff, which he doesn't like to do. Josh comes back or Bill O'Brien comes back. If he puts somebody in that spot who actually can is an offensive coordinator and not Matt Patricia, then okay. Yeah. I think it's a good job, but otherwise the Patriot offense right now is, I mean, it's getting clowned by Vance Joseph. I can't wait to see what happens on Monday night. I mean, I don't know why the hell you'd say that part out loud, but Vance Joseph, I guess feels like it's, you know, let's talk dude. You're in, Arizona with Cliff Kingsbury. What the hell are you doing? Why are you talking? So whatever, but <laughs> you know, we'll see what the Patriots offense looks like on Monday night. I but don't yes. know. 
I would be nervous about that. That that's a job that I'd be very concerned about for any quarterback, Brady included. I'd be very, I'd be, I'd be concerned. That's what I mean, like if you know, if Brady comes back, if after this year Brady's going to go back to to New England, he's going to tell Bill, Patricia ain't calling a place. I'll call the place, or you bring in somebody that we know both know is going to call the place. Bill O'Brien probably. I mean, I think if Brady would go to go, I think that's when Bill O'Brien might go back. I mean, it's. You know, right now, the Patriot offensive coordinator job is not very attractive right now. I mean, you got him, you got Mac, you got a running game. It's kind of boring. A lot of pressure, like, you know, high bar. I call that when you got all the money you need and you mean you can make good money doing what you're doing. All I want to do is fucking win. Like, right. So, like, right. He, I, so Bill's not getting fired. O'Brien's not getting fired by Nick Saban, even though Bama no. fans want him fired. But if Brady goes back, if Brady calls Bill and says, hey, I'm going back to New England, I need you to come with me. He goes. He would go back to New England. He, that's how he'd wind up with New England. He's not going there on his own and going like, I'm going to leave Alabama and go coach Mac Jones. I, I don't think that's the case. What a story. God damn. Well, we have content for the whole year if that happens. But then what do you do with Mac Jones? I mean, say sit the fuck down for a year. Fair. Learn from him. Sit down and be ready. We ain't getting ready yet. Right. If he gets hurt, he's He's 46. He ain't staying. You're going to be the guy. We just got to do this on the way out. What are you you worried about losing time? You're, You're still getting paid. Right. You know, I mean, that's or go play. Play for go play in, you know, wherever Seattle, <laughs> right? Enjoy yeah, Carolina. You want to be the starter? Go, right? Yeah, fair. No, I think I think it could very well, could very well wind up happening. Uh, we touched on this a bit with Joe, but let's get to the Burrow versus the Brown story. He has zero wins. He's zero four up against the Cleveland Browns. Do you think that Watson plays better in Ash this game? Played like shit. He played really badly last I mean, week. He, we, we were talking about it. Like, you know, I can't. I mean, they covered, didn't score an offensive touchdown. You know, yeah. and I mean, and and now, I mean, Joe and a lot of people whose opinion I do respect are going to take Houston. See how fucking bad Houston is? I mean, yeah, I, I have nothing exactly. to do with them. And Cleveland struggled against Houston, like offensively. Cincinnati's good and can score. But why is the money coming on the coming on the Browns? It was seven last because night. it's December and they bet the dogs. Okay, it's it. It's, it ain't the public. It's just they do this all the time. They take the dogs, they knock the lines down. Last week the favorites went what thirteen and one, mm-hmm. twelve and ten and four against the spread. Mm-hmm. It happens, and the books crying. Everybody's worried about. Oh, the so books. is this the return of the dog? No. In some games, it is, yes. There's definitely okay. lines that were too high initially because it's books and oddsmakers overreacting a little bit, too. They're human beings, too. They ain't. Listen, the, the, the skill of odds making is a never-ending job. You, you, you're learning all the time, your ability to adjust. And after you get your ass fucking handed to you, like a lot of books did last week, you go, you know what? We better make the favorites a little higher and let's get some dog money early and see what the peak is before we got to just get killed again on Sunday. So, yeah, I don't know what. 
We, we do this every week. We talk about it. We trade text when we do the picks. What number I got to give you to take Cleveland this week? Is this enough? I think, I don't know why. I just, I, I think the Bengals are playing as well as anybody in the NFL. I think they're, I, I don't think I'm going to bet it, but I think they're going to kill the Browns. <laughs> I think this is Burrow shutting everybody up about stop talking about my record against the Browns. <sighs> they win by 10. I'm with you. We ain't taking the Browns. I ain't, I mean, I ain't letting you submit that. We ain't taking the Browns. We're taking the Bengals or something. If I got to come nothing. over there and We're grab your past. phone out of your hand, you ain't ta- we ain't taking the Browns on this on this thing. The boys in the chat, I just because they're still watching the show. Okay. Some of them are still hanging in the chat. There's not many left. But Sonic, DJ Hooks, TJ, Arango, Addison, Johnny Ray, Sonic, JC from KC, Addison, I can hear you. I see you in the chat. Thanks for hanging and banging. We'll get to the rest of the roll call Friday. I got a bunch of names written down that we're in. Okay. Hopefully they're still in okay. on the Twitter, watching it live. The live part of the show is a huge part of the show. We really appreciate you guys. Again oh, it's the energy of the show. Here. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's yeah. all of it. So, you know, the Agreed. replay will be on sports grid tonight, nine o'clock Pacific midnight Eastern. And we appreciate that as well. Um, but the, 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 the live part of the show and the chat is the, would you call it the heartbeat of the show? It's the lifeblood. Yes. hundred yeah, percent. It's, the, the, it's the energy. It's, it's the, it's the heart. No, no. It's the, yeah. yeah. It, it's what, it's what really drives a lot of what, what we do. And yes. it, it's the, in, it's the instant interaction. It's that real time yeah. conversations, which is really a lot of fun. So yes. it, I know you guys are frustrated. We apologize for that. Just sure. Not, yeah. Internet Troll things happen. Friday. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, uh, you, have, you have no idea how stressed out I am. It's fine. It's Relax. It is what it is. But I, I can't yeah. do the show from here anymore. It's point blank. So I right. got to go find a studio. But we're on. It's weird, though. We're on. It's it's we're, Twitter. We're, we're on Twitter. And it's it's because we're connected to YouTube through an RNTP, not not like logged in on, on YouTube. That's why when the stream starts dipping, YouTube gets booted first and Twitter stays alive. Ah, oh, okay. so, so, so Twitter's still alive. I was just on the phone with Cox. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. So, so, so Cox, if you're listening right there, buddy. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, edit that out for sports. <laughs> Pixelate that out on sports. Thanks for uh, I can't. Ruin it, ruining my job. I, I'm not going to do the show from here anymore. Sorry, guys. That, that's all right. That, that can't, that middle finger can't appear on sports. <laughs> just, is that a call to action? I've wanted to do that before too. And I've been like, Oh wait, I can't because then you can't really edit out an actual, like it's easy to drop a word harder to edit out emotion <laughs> of that, of that hand emotion. So um, black box over to Kazoo right. box. Better bet mm. laying the one and a half with the lions or taking the over 51 and a half in that game, <laughs> which is the better play. I don't know. Ravel just went on this morning and, Posted on Twitter that the most active bets on an NFL game side this weekend uh-huh. is the Detroit Lions. Most active side at BetMGM, I believe it was. What does active mean? Caesars. Most bets live, right? The most bets made on a side. Tickets. Most bets made on a side is what it read. So I'm assuming tickets. I don't know. Everybody likes to use different words. Again, because well, money versus tickets matters to me in terms of like. But it doesn't matter at all. 
It's, 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 it's I know, but like if you're, if you're telling me that everyone's on the on the Detroit Lions, if if everyone at been, one book everyone's one on book. the Lions, at another book everyone's on the Vikings. Right, doesn't matter. Agreed. What do you like? <sighs> Over. Yes, I think the total is the easiest play in this game. I think this is a hard game to pick a side. Um, anything can happen. Either team can win by ten. It can come down to a last second possession. Um, I think it's just going to queue up the circus music and just go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. I think this game will be, you know, will be over the first half. Oh, you know, and then it'll just roll right into the second half and continue with the over. I think there's going to be turnovers. Um, Cousins to throw a pick. Yes. Mm hmm. I Goff guess to throw a pick. I would yes. guess Goff will throw a pick, yes, too. Goff to throw a pick, yes. Right? Will there be a Both. fumble loss? Most likely, yes. Yes. I mean, it's going to, this game will have everything. And after all of that, that I just said, it'll probably be 14 to 13 final. No. Some stupid thing like that. But no, I think it's over. What do you think? How's the game play out in your eyes? Over. Vikings. Vikings win? Mm hmm. Man, oh man, there's people in Minnesota to watch a show again. We like, appreciate you. Like, I'm that. not betting it. I'm not touching it. I just, no. I, I, I think it's so interesting the number of people. This feels like last night for me. Everyone assumed the Raiders were going to beat the Rams because the Raiders were playing for something and the Rams were not. Right. Everyone assumes the Lions because they've got you know a home divisional game and that they're playing better. That the Lions are going to rise up here and not be the Lions and be a competitive team in this game. And I'm like, Justin Jefferson might go for 200 yards. Oh. And just kill him. <laughs> just like, just, they can't stop him. Like, their secondary is awful. So they fired their secondary coach. <sighs> so, Man. I mean, if you're talking about team totals over, you want to do a team total over, I'd rather ride with the Vikings team total over than riding with the Lions team total over. Right. So, like, which offense drives the over? Minnesota, in my mind. Everybody to score a touchdown. And like, this, this one could have one of those prop bet dreams, right? Just Same game, parlay it. Stack oh, that team. <laughs> Do a Vikings stack. There you go. So, there's money on the Ravens coming in. This number was two last night. It's one and a half now against your Pittsburgh Steelers. The total is 36 and a half in this game. I... I'm going to shop this because I, I mean, I, I may have to bet this today because I want over seven points with a teaser with the Ravens. And if this number goes down to one, I'm going to be pissed. One and a half. It's two everywhere here. I mean, they're, they're testing the waters with the one and a half. Fandle. That's good. Okay. I love, I mean, they're trying to be a half point off to a point off to see where the market's at. I, I really like what they're doing there. Um, I don't know. I like the Steelers. I, I just, you know, everybody's keeps telling me about the Ravens and the this and the that. And it may be right. I just, um, the home team in this series has historically been pretty good. And we get them at a pick. The Ravens. Uh, Huntley. Huntley is actually the X factor for me here because I don't know. I know what the Pittsburgh is. I know Pickett's going to throw a pick, most likely. And 
it's probably going to result in a touchdown for the Ravens that is a short field or a, a special team something, defense mm-hmm. or special right. team. That could be the difference in the game. That's how close. I don't think – I mean, w- one of these teams winning by double digits would completely surprise me. Right. That's why I like over a touchdown. Like, give me – Right. I, I want eight. Yeah. yeah, I want eight. So if, if the number if, if FanDuel is just testing the waters and we're gonna see it stay at two, fine. But if I start seeing other books moving this number down to one and a half, like this is my favorite one of my favorite take teaser legs of the weekend is to tease the Ravens up. Give them you better seven. Better do half. it now. You better find a dance partner and do it now. Because I think there's, could, a, there's a bunch of good one. There's a bunch of I, I think the the Giants plus 13. Yeah, if you're looking for a teaser and you want two sides with a lot of points, you should definitely do that. Ravens plus eight, Giants plus 13. I, I think that those two, I think that's divisional games, home. I mean, you, know, you okay. could, you, you might, if you wait that out, you could get a little better number on the Giants. I think, I feel like the books right now are going to seven and a half. If they get off of the seven, they're not going to six and a half. They're going to seven and a half. Okay. So just, just, a, just a feel. If, but the I, Ravens game is the worry. The, the Ravens goes. Yeah, to, that's going go to I don't want that's going to go to one. If it goes, yeah, I don't want seven. Think, seven will worry me. If, if if it's one, I'm going to be bummed because I don't want seven. I want eight. It's right. important to get, yeah. for me to get the get the eight to get the full score, two point conversion, but also over a touchdown that could mean you know the game could be seventeen ten type of thing. If they can't move the football, Giants are nine and three. Like I mentioned there, uh, plus seven against the Eagles without teasing the game. Giants cover. Yeah, first thought is they do. I've been picking against Eagles every single week. Mm. Just just for, you know, I mean, like the other show cash considerations, I literally have picked against them every week to continue to have them win. Sometimes they cover, sometimes they don't. But for newbies' sake, taking one for the taking one for the team on that show. <laughs> um, and you know, continue to have the Eagles win. I I we talked about it a little bit yesterday on the radio for the, for the Bedfred show that we did in Iowa. Um, are the Eagles the best team in the NFC right now? Yes. Until until I can answer who Brock Purdy is, yes. But if Brock Purdy can be a B minus starting quarterback in the NFL, I like the Niners. It's, a, it's amazing because you said it again last night on the show. You know the Giants record? Nine and three. ATS. <laughs> Best in the NFL. They're not even in the top five mentions when you mention best teams in the NFC. Because I they're think- losing, but they're covering. Right. The back, the back, the last couple games, what do they have? One win or something in the last four. Yeah, they're not winning these games. They're just covering. I mean, it's it, from our perspective, they're great. From the actual perspective, they're not. <laughs> right. So they cover. keep it close and then lose. Right. Got to be a cover. Got to be. I think Gotta so. Be. I, I mean, I, I've I've been okay with the Giants this year. I've been on them a couple of times. Been you know faded them a couple of times. It's hurt me a little bit. I think I think I'm probably two and two, something like that, with the Giants. But I I like the Giants teased up and, and plus seven for that matter as well. Uh, Saquon Barkley is questionable for Sunday, by the way. Oh, oh, breaking, breaking news! You can't. 
fucking had no opinion about none of this stuff until fucking 10 minutes before. That's kind of a big deal, is it not? It just came across my Twitter. It just literally broke. You could have the fucking Giants. God damn it. Well, questionable doesn't mean out. Questionable means questionable. <sighs> you know, that's part of the that's also part of the problem is that questionable doesn't isn't necessarily out. Questionable is questionable. <laughs> questionable means we're letting you, the bookies, the betters, everybody know Sunday this guy may not play. Come it's a Sunday, neck injury though. It's a neck injury though. Would you play? I don't know. Neck injuries aren't something to play around with at all. That's more serious than like a hamstring or a knee or a wrist. God. Man, it's hard being a running back in the NFL anymore, isn't it? And it's always been it's hard. hard to stay healthy. It's hard to stay it's out of the so tent. That's, that's, that's very, very true. Uh, we can move quickly because we've already touched on it, but under in KC Denver, right? Um, 11 and 1, 0 and 5 at home to the over. Eight in a row to the under. Why in the world would you want to get in front of that and say, yeah, <laughs> give me the over? I would agree. I don't want anything to do with that. Brock against Brady. Contest pick. <laughs> We're taking the San Francisco 49ers. I'm wearing the hat. I'm wearing the hat. I don't know. Right, Let's do we go. Have, do we? I mean, really? I'm in. I'm in on the 49ers. Could all change tomorrow. As of right now, yes, we're going to probably have San Francisco on our card. I just don't want to. Uh, we go in San Francisco, Miami, New England. Those three of our picks already. We in on those three? Fuck. <laughs> I hate this fucking contest. I love it, but I hate it. <laughs> who who, who are the three? Who are the three? San Francisco. Yeah. Minus three and a half. Who else? Miami. Yep. Patriots. Oh, God. Fuck. Oh, Got to spread the agony out over the whole day on Sunday and then on the Monday. Sunday night. If it ain't Monday. enough to get aggravated in the morning, we're going to do it the whole damn day if we do that. I will yep. say right now we'll end up with two of those three for sure. Three of those three will be in my circa. <laughs> they will be on my circuit picks. Westgate reboot. We'll see. Dave and I are in that together. But that those three teams will be three of my five plays are there. Oh. I've gone three and two, three, one and one, and three and two over the last three weeks. I'm not doing circuit by myself. Papa Bear quit. <laughs> he was like, I'm done. Yeah, he got frustrated. When you, when, like when you live in a city where the team's done, and a lot of times you're you know, having them, one of them rough seasons, just yep. say, fuck it. Yep. So <laughs> You can do it. You can, you can do the picks. I'm like, okay. So now I'm doing it by myself. So three and two, three, one and one and three and two. So not awesome, but what do you mean? That's 60%. That's great. Yeah. In previous years, when I first started doing these contests, that would be really competitive. 60% does not get it done anymore. If you keep picking at 60% and you hang around long enough, you have an opportunity to get in the money. It may not win the contest, but you can win. You can be right there. 60% is fucking great in this business. Don't let the contest fool you. You keep doing that. You lurk around. It's just, it's a gut-wrenching story. I told the story again to Keith and Moose today because they asked about contests because Moose got knocked out of his contest, his survivor contest yesterday with the Raiders. Oh, no. Yeah. So, he was so aggravated. He 
was so mad. And I don't blame him <laughs> at all. I don't blame him at all. He's ever right to be ferociously he was, mad. He was wow. And I felt bad, but at the same time, I was like, these contests are a lot of aggravation. 14 weeks. He was sick. And that's how you get knocked out. <laughs> he, was, he was so pissed off. He's got every right. Uh, I would be right there with him, fuming mad. Right? Wow, it's that's hard. Awful. That's awful. But I retold the story where, I, you know, me and my partner were in eighth place in the Westgate in the last going into the last week of the season. If we stayed in eighth or finished a little bit better, we were going to go down and pick up like 80,000. As low as like we had it figured out where, you know, we could maybe get 50,000. If we did really bad, maybe 25. And if we did really good, we would have had life changing money, six figures. And we went two and three to last week and we finished 31st. Picked at 62%. Damn. Finished 31st, and they paid the top 30. We got nothing. And I was reminded right. of myself how much I fucking hate these contests, <laughs> but I love it. I love it. Justin in Vermont has sent me all the teams he has used so far. Do you oh, want to find do, do you want to find him a play? <sighs> Take a deep breath. Give him to me. All right, ready? Who he has, this is who he has used. This is who he has used through um, week 14. Go. Okay. Yep. Ravens. Baltimore. Okay. Broncos. Oh, he got through with Denver. Go. Bengals. Okay. Packers. Huh. Great job. I mean, seriously, Green Bay only got five wins, right? I mean, it's fucking, it's a miracle. Go. Vikings. Oh, good. We don't have to worry about picking them anymore. Good. Uh -huh. Rams. Oh, wow. He picked all the bad teams before we all knew they were bad. This is great. Raiders. Holy shit. Good <laughs> job, Justin. Go. Cowboys. Okay. Eagles. Okay. Now we're getting to the good teams. Go. Chiefs. Oh, boy. Okay. Niners. San Fran. Okay. Bills on Thanksgiving. Buff, okay. Dolphins. Miami, okay. Seahawks last week. 18 heart attacks last week for him. Yep. God bless you, Justin. All right. All right. Um, week 14, what do you do? Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, so dear. he has not taken the Steelers. He has not used he has not used the Giants. Yeah, the Giants are playing their seven point dogs. We're not taking them. I'm just I'm just pointing out teams he hasn't taken yet that you like to potentially oh, have God. a chance here. Don't we're not Tennessee's not on the list. Tennessee's dead to us, right? Can't oh, use Tennessee you, here. Against Jackson. I think he's leaning. That's, that's where he's leaning, I think. Okay. Uh, Dallas yep. is a lay yes. down. Yes. Yeah. I don't Tennessee. love the Tennessee pick, but really only option we have is Tennessee. He's used Miami, used Seattle, used San Francisco, Tampa, KC, Denver. He wrote to me. This oh, is what he said to me after after last oh, week. No. He said, I love this segment with you and Dave. I've related so much. I'm with Dave, though. It's a train wreck. I got to watch. To be completely honest, my Sundays haven't changed all that much since this contest started. Take care of uh, house around the uh, housework in the morning. Once 1 p.m. Eastern comes around. I'm away to my couch. I'm a diehard Eagles fan. So the Eagles are playing. They're on the TV and I follow my pick on the phone. But if they're in separate slots, I'm glued right to my pick. Oh, don't my love God. the Titans this week, but 
it's the only option we really have. Looking at the favorite this week, I've already used the teams oh, listed. I wouldn't God. touch the Vikings Lions with a 10-foot pole. Also, not touching Ravens Steelers. We haven't had the Steelers still, but they may be for next week. That would leave the Titans or New England, and I think I can trust the Titans more. The Cardinals are at home coming off of a bye. I think that game's too much of a type uh, of a toss-up. Justin wow. Vermont is alive with 60, sorry, $6.1 million riding on the Titans. I am praying so much for him. On I the really, Titans. I really want him to win. <sighs> I, I'll say this. I'd rather, I'd rather not have the Titans in that situation. I would, I, I again, not telling them what to do. I don't want to have any influence on this decision. I really but. don't. But <laughs> I, 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 the Patriots are going to win the game. I think the Patriots are going to win the game. I think the Titans are going to win the game too. How many people think, uh, I mean, it becomes a little bit of strategy at this point, but it doesn't. It's too early for that. There's still 60 people left. You have to pick a winner. It's a really fucking hard week. If anybody hasn't used Dallas yet, they're using Dallas. Of course. Yes. Yeah. That's the game that everybody's yeah. using. Yeah. I would even venture to say they're using that. Um, if you have Kansas City, I don't think you use them this week. It looks that easy, but this could be the dud, right? They could, yeah, it's dangerous. Divisional game on the road to Arrowhead. I mean, Divisional I, game I, on the road, I'm, right? Mile high. Yeah, no way. I wouldn't touch it either. I mean, in... You put the divisional games, Minnesota, Detroit. He's already used Minnesota. Do you try to sneak by and be smart and use Detroit? You know, he he said Baltimore. He's already used Steelers. Would be a pick. Uh, I I don't know. This is brutal. God, I'm just thinking about this guy, Justin. I swear. I hope you know you watch the show back. And we're talking about you. If he picks New England, he has to tell us. Because Monday show. Oh, because it's going to be. F- we need full rich. vibes. We need full vibes. We need the full brigade. <laughs> Everyone positive vibes for Justin. Especially I mean, here's a, like, here's a question. Okay? Well, no. Like, would you use the Patriots or would you look to use them? Well, let me just next week. They play their schedule is play the Raiders next week. I would not want the Raiders here. No way. But they have Bengals, Dolphins, Bills the rest of the way. This is like the last, if you're going to use the, the Patriots, use this is the last we can use it. Like, this is it. If you're going to use the Patriots, you got to use them now this week. That would be kind of the, 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 the breaker for me with this as to like, go. which way I'm going to go knowing who the Patriots have to play down the stretch. I don't want any part of a divisional game between Miami against Miami or or the Bills in the last week where I might have six million riding on the Patriots to win a game against an AFC East team when all they want to do is dethrone the king and take down Belichick. No. I think I just shit my pants thinking about it. <laughs> right? It's horrible. <laughs> I want no part of it. I, I just, I literally, th- I mean, like, I, I've taken a bet for a million dollars. I've had a guy walk in and say, I want to bet you a half a million dollars on this game. And I looked at the guy that I was sitting with and he said, what, what should we take? And I said, take it all. Wow. And I'm looking right now. And this guy, 
I mean, because I knew we had another bet to take. I knew we had another shot. I knew we had a game and in three hours that we could get it back. This is a once-in-a-lifetime run. This is not like you do this with this opportunity. We're this close. We're, we're, we're this close. I want to keep it going. I want to see. I'm telling you, Justin, not only are you going to come on the show, I'm going to come pick you up at the airport myself. Circa's going to send you a limo. You can take the limo. That's fine, but I want to come down there and pick you up myself if you're not going to take the limo and drive you. I want to drive a guy to the fucking book to pick up $6 million so bad. Check a six mil. I want to smile ear to ear and hold that thing with you and say, this is the guy right here. Like, this is so cool that like, because I've known guys, I've sat with guys, we've I've interviewed guys, but on cash considerations, I had a guy on that won one of these contests. I yeah. met Derbify. Who won last year's circa millions? Damon Graham. I did an hour podcast with Damon right. Graham, who won the it's, sixteen. It's cool. Yeah. It's 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 cool talking to them, and then you find out like they go home with the check or have the money sent to them, and then their life goes on like it doesn't stop. Nope. Just it, it's it's a really cool thing. I'm rooting for them. My stomach hurts. I'm not even kidding. I got to check my pants. I might I might have shit my pants thinking about going, what do we do with this week? The routine well, has any, oh, change. It doesn't God. get any easier. No. I'm just going through. Next week is even more difficult because next week is Thursday. There's three games on Saturday and then Sunday and then Monday. Next week, the NFL takes over because college football is gone gone. So the NFL says, all right, fine. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You got to find a game you like. The look ahead next Saturday, the first game is Cleveland minus three. It's Baltimore. Baltimore. He has not used Cleveland yet. No, but if Cleveland gets destroyed by Cincinnati, what does that number turn to? Depends what Baltimore does to Pittsburgh, right? If Lamar's coming back. Yeah. Right? Washington's at home against the Giants minus four. He hasn't used Washington yet. These divisional games are fun. On Sunday night? No, thank you. Uh-uh. <laughs> no way. Right? I don't want any, any part of that. Uh, Titans are at the Chargers next week. Uh, Arizona's at Denver. Arizona's Pittsburgh's, at, oh, Pittsburgh's at Carolina next week. That could be the play. Steelers at the Panthers. You want to lay that? I'm not laying anything. I need a money line. So I know, but it's it's, it's, it's a pick them. It's, it's it's a two point spread right now to look ahead. Wow, it's really that's brutal. Jets against the Lions. Short favorite. Atlanta. The Lions are playing so good. Oh my God! Next week <laughs> is a minefield. San Francisco on Thursday against Seattle. You already used San Fran. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and Seattle too. You can't use that game. Yeah, yeah sorry. So Thursday game out. Saturday game, Cleveland only. He's already used Minnesota. He ain't taking the Colts. I'm not. Did he use Miami Dolphins? He used, he used Miami and Buffalo. Okay. okay, that's out. So that's out. I mean, you start to really, you put a line through the game, you really put a line through the game. There's only six options. Maybe. Can't use Boy. the Thursday game. Can't use the Saturday games other than Cleveland. Not he used the Packers. He, he used the Packers, right? Used it early, right? Used so them. And and the Rams. So Monday night's out. Used them. 
Monday, Monday night. Monday's next out. Week. Next week. Huh. I'm getting I, flashbacks. I did this one year and I picked <laughs> the whole fucking season through on ESPN and yep. I won a year subscription to ESPN Plus. <laughs> That's it. So I was fucking, yeah. 65 bucks. Here you go. Thanks. <laughs> Get out of here. I said, I'll never fucking do this again. You believe this? And then the circus starts this contest. And I go, oh, I really, I can't enter that. I'm going to just be pissed off. Because for like, say you go this far and then you lose. You're this close. You you need therapy for three days. You can't come out of your room. Like it's a disaster. That's I couldn't get up off the fucking couch. For but you just said, but you have to think about it as a thousand dollars. That's it. You can't do, think about but, it. But you, can't, you, it, lose, it, it, you stop thinking about that. That's the problem. You think about just, what was. It's, just, it's two five. It's two friends. You each put five hundred bucks in. You got fourteen weeks of entertainment so far. Divided fourteen divided by five hundred bucks. You've gotten your money's worth. Good to go. Don't worry about what could be. That's how you get yourself into a mess. All twisted and turned around. You can't think about what could be. I think well, what is. What is right now is zero. Nothing. No money. None. True. Just pick what you think is going to happen. Right. But I do think the Patriots is a better play than the Titans, personally. That's divisional games. No, thank you. I don't want to touch that. Um, the, problem, the, the, the interesting twist to that, too. And again, yep. you guys listen to the show, rewatching it again. Thank you. Um, what if it's what if it's like because it's Monday night? What okay. if it's for the whole fucking ball of wax? Like, what if the people that, that pick the games? What if 38 people pick Dallas and Dallas loses and the other 20 pick Tennessee and they lose and he's the one on New England and can win the whole thing? You go and ask every single person that you know and you put a monster bet on the Cardinals. I swear. You liquefy. You liquefy. Every asset, you liquefy everything, anyone and everyone. You go loan sharks. You go to whoever you can get as much money as you can get. <laughs> you go and get down on the Cardinals money line for as much money as you can possibly find. Change the subject. I can't. <laughs> I, I'm getting stressed thinking about it. If that happens, we'll know. We'll, we'll see the picks. Like, you know, the picks come out Saturday. So everyone knows where they're, what they're rooting right. for. You know, there's going to, I mean, like last week, somebody had to pick Jacksonville. That was the only elimination last week was somebody had to pick Jacksonville, pick them game against Detroit. Oh, we figured going in. Okay. A lot of sharp guys I know said Jacksonville. Whoops. You know, sorry. Um, <laughs> Let's go to some basketball. Yep. Tomorrow, NBA game of the day. Boston oh, Golden State. I was ready to switch hats and go with the, the game of the day today. I was trying to keep an orange theme. So if you see a couple okay. orange themed hats, that's Lamar why. Lamar Jackson is officially doubtful for Sunday, by the way. So who he's would not, have guessed it? He's not playing. Um, Watch that line move back up. I think so, really? Hmm. Yeah, all this fake steam. Choo choo train. Bullshit. Hmm. What's the line? Boston Golden State. Um on shorts, nothing. I haven't posted it yet. 
I mean, how many times you got to make Golden State or uh, Boston a dog? <laughs> like you can't make Boston a dog, can you? I hope they do. There ain't no way in hell. Boston two, probably two and a half. It's a game of the make day. it four. Four's too high. It's all one side of the action. Two yeah, is good. Two and a I've half got, is better. I mean, tomorrow's going to be a fun. Tomorrow could be a really fun basketball day for me because I want to watch. The game against the Warriors is at what time? 540 our time. Bummer. Okay. So I'll be at the Creighton pre-game pep rally at 430. So I'll have to watch the Celtics game there. There's a pre-game pep rally? Mm-hmm. God. Where's that? <laughs> Hard Rock. Right? Oh. Or hold on. Where is that? It's at uh House of Blues, sorry. In Mandalay Bay. That's a nice place. Yeah. So little little pre. No, he's Tyler's asked Betsmart's asking me if Justin has used Tampa yet. No, he has not used Tampa yet. And I would not use them this weekend. But it's a oh. good that's a good one to have coming down the stretch. Hmm. To have Brady in the Bucks. I can't wait for this game because I think this is such a big revenge game for Boston. They've been waiting for this for literally since June for this game i think we do a disservice to the players when we talk about that stuff as the media i don't think it i mean it might matter i'm telling you steph curry did the sleep thing over and over and he's been doing it over and over and over again he played it over and over he did it no he did no 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 dave he was doing it on shows he went on late night shows and was doing it all of shows he did it in the game once but he's been doing it over and over again. And it Boston remembers. They won a championship. Yeah, but he did it. Curry did it in a way that was those young guys remember. This is their first crack at Golden State since. Right. I can't wait to watch this game. I think Boston, I think Tatum and Brown are going to go crazy in this game tomorrow night. It's going to be a lot over. of fun. Every game for Boston's over at the moment. I mean, the number one first half scoring team in the NBA warriors are not the warriors at all with their defense. Yeah. Game over first half over Celtics team total first half over. Yeah. I like it like that. Uh, Lakers Sixers tonight. Sixers are laying five. This seem heavy to you. Who's playing for the Lakers? Who the hell knows? <laughs> that, that's the, we don't know any of these guys. Throw up a five and see who's playing. Wait for the bets to come in. I hope they bet the Lakers. You know, I mean, Philly's we twelve to, and twelve. We would have to. Uh, I would move day it today. Anthony Davis day today. One way or the other, just to see if anybody, if everybody's sitting at five. Oh wow, Argentina yeah. just scored in the World Cup. They're up one nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. against the Netherlands. Um comes down before it goes up. Okay. Bucks at the Lakers all the time though. So right. Bucks are one point favorite at Dallas tonight. It's a fun Makes game. This is a fun it's a fun game tonight. Yeah. I'm looking forward to watching this game. Dallas is going to end up being a favorite. It's actually, really? Yeah, it's picked now. It's actually okay. minus one at Circa on Dallas. 
Bucks won the first matchup, 124-115 in Milwaukee. Yeah. Now this game's in Dallas. Dallas is 10-3 and three at home. Right. It's pretty good considering Dallas has 13 wins on the year. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're a different team at home than they are yeah. on the road. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so the Blackhawks against the Jets tonight. Blackhawks, this game is part of my parlay. Very interesting steam that's come in here on this game. On the Blackhawks. Yeah. Huh. And this is normally my back to back. Are we done with the NBA? Yes. Why? Damn it. I, uh, I had the Suns hat ready to go because the Suns are playing the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, but everybody's like, it's a very strange game. I thought that was an interesting game when I looked at the board this morning. Suns are under? favored again after getting waxed by the Celtics. Under in that game? In the Suns and Pelicans? Yeah. Chris oh. Paul comes back. They take the air out of the ball and they play really slow. Was no it the run. second game back, the better game, when a guy comes back like that? Fair. Like this feels like a little bit of a discount. Figure the Suns to be more than a bucket. Right. And they're not. So, I don't know. I just, I thought that was interesting. And I was like, oh, people, you know, this would be one of those ones where, oh, the Suns got killed the last time out. The Pelicans are home dogs. Give me the home dog. Blah, 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 blah. And the Suns win, so I I, just, I had it I had it ready. I have both hats, but uh, I like the Suns there. Um, Jets on a back to back. What did the Jets do yesterday? They won, right? I believe so. Um, I think they won handily yesterday. Yeah, uh, the Jets Cam have been on. Yeah, five two beat St. Louis five two on the road. Yeah, been on them on the puck line, et cetera, et cetera. But these scheduling quirks catch up to everybody. I don't trust the Blackhawks, though. Game goes over. Whew. Blackhawks give up goals in bunches. Um. So the back-to-back betting pattern would have you bet against the Jets. Yeah, but a four-seven and two Blackhawks team at home against a seven-four and one Jets team. I they've played twice so far this year, seven to two and four nothing. For the Jets. I'm not taking it outright, but I do like the puck line for Chicago. Oof. Oof. And that number has moved a lot. I don't know. Maybe enough to get you to pass, but I don't I don't want the Blackhawks either. I just I, I think you ride the Jets until they lose, no? It's well, I mean I got how many games have they won in a row now? Who? Four? The Jets. The Jets? Um, four games in a row? One, two, three. Yep, four. Five out of the last six. Playing really good right now. Yep. And Just win by one. Stink. Just win by one. Yeah. All right. plus, plus one and a half last night was, was minus 150. It's now minus 235. <laughs> Massive steam on the Blackhawks on the puck line. Wait a second. It was what? It was minus 150. Where? Uh, at DraftKings, at uh, Betfred, and at Fandle last night. DraftKings line history. 
plus one and a half at DraftKings Open, minus one eighty. I mean, it was one eighty. Yeah, it was. It was plus one and a half, minus one eighty. It's, it's, it's in the parlay. I, mean, I got, I got it because I got my parlay is plus five ninety. The parlay right now is plus four thirty. Yeah, it's, it's cut out to move. It wasn't the only thing that moved, but it was. Oh, they all moved. All of my yeah, puck line right, moves. Exactly. All yeah. three puck line bets moved from from down, but that went. I was not laying two thirty five last night. Yeah, one eighty of the pull bet. Yeah, 180 to 200 and then 210 right now on the Blackhawks. Those puck line moves are fun too because it's one bet and it moves 10 cents or 20 cents. So that's that's you can get them on the money line on plus 112. Who it was Blackhawks? They were much higher last night. The money's on the Blackhawks coming in. Well, they listened to the show. <laughs> what the fuck? We didn't invent that. We invented no. a lot of things on the show, but we didn't invent the, the play against the back-to-back. That secret's out. Yep. Um, With plus let me money. run through the names that I wrote, that I got written down real quick okay. for, for Roll Call Friday. Jimmy Jack, Eron, Sean, Trent Junk, PB, Ante, Whitrock, Roger Long, Bet Smart, that's Tyler. Kevin Roper, J. Dow Betts, Grady Dicker, the Grady Dick, that guy. I don't know. He keeps changing. Carmen Dicker, Grady Dick. Grady Dick, yeah, I put Grady Dicker. Um, Joel Onler, Akbar, my guy, Addison, Pierre Chevalier, as always, thank you, sir. Mikey Awesome already cut a clip of Dubsy doing the pigeon. He's always here working. Butter Hall. Welcome, sir. Stevie Whoa. Mack, our director of security, capital M, capital K. Roger Long, I think I already said it. He got a two call outs. Chef B, JC from KC, Kiefer, Bonvi, everyone else. Thanks again for, for, for joining and being a part of the show. We really appreciate it on a roll call Friday. One week away from our one year anniversary. One, one week one, one. away. Next Friday show, we'll celebrate one year. Hopefully we got a year two. <laughs> we will. Well, year two. Uh, let's do the Omaha Steering Hot Take of the Day here with the Omaha Steaks. You guys have been phenomenally supporting this, and you guys have gone to Omaha Steaks. They've got this 50% off sale going on right now, but the 40 bucks off is very cool. At the end, after you're getting half off, you then get 40 bucks off. So if you go, it was 300 bucks, it's 150 bucks. Now it's 110 bucks. With that promo code BVB, three hundred bucks worth of food for one hundred and ten bucks—not too bad for yourself, family members, boss, girlfriend, brother, sister, whatever. Shipped directly to your door in these very cool packages, right in the freezer. You're all good whenever you need them. Phenomenal stuff. OmahaSteaks.com. BVB say forty bucks off on their holiday sale going on right now. Fifty percent off the entire site. Forty bucks off with that promo code BVB. This is, I don't know how to call this. I want to, I, I want to call this a problem. What's the problem? But I don't know if I want to call this a problem. This tweet from Jeff Passan is bonkers. Yeah. The previous high for spending by a major league baseball, by baseball in general, previous high was $2.4 billion. Okay. We're not even to January yet. And teams have already committed 3.265 
billion dollars. Holy shit. This is not mythical. This is not the NFL. This is not, hey, I'm going to sign you for 300 mil, but really it's going to be 100. This is actual dollars one-to-one that's been committed by Major League Baseball owners to players in a single offseason. $2.4 billion was the previous, and we have at least a month to go of guys signing long-term deals and free agent contracts. $3.265 billion. <laughs> I mean, one-year deals. All, I mean, we, we got more things coming off here. They're going to add on to this total. Is this a problem? Is this bad? And what do you think? I don't know. I, a part of me, a part of me says no. Part of me says it's not my money. What do I care? Like go spend whatever you want. I, that's why I hate talking about the money because it's not my money. Um, and the money's there because they wouldn't pay it if it wasn't there. But it's become completely unrelatable to the regular fan. You can't I don't, afford that, to go to I don't care about that. That I don't care about. My problem is, does this spending mean? Ticket prices have to go up. Of course. That's what I mean. It doesn't relate to anything. That's the problem. That's what I mean. The fan fan can't go to games. Yeah. You know, there becomes that instant, you know, resentment for most people. They just like, these guys don't care. It's easy to sit out games when you're making 40 million a year. It's easy to not dive. It's easy to, you know, and, and people start to equate the money over everything else. Right. You know, because I mean, I, I told you we want to go to the Boston Bruins and, and Knights play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Family of five, it's going to cost me a dime to get in the door. $1,000. I want you and Maddie to come with us. I told the guy I need eight tickets. He said it might be $1,500. <laughs> I said, I said I need eight tickets. And he's like, yeah, they're, they're about a, you know, $150 a piece plus fees or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know, and I want to do it because I know how much I love going to games now. Right. I remember how much I love going to games as a kid was one of my favorite things to do. And I love it even more now sharing it with my kids, knowing that in 20 or 30 years, they're going to remember these games that they went to with me and my wife. And they're going to say, well, I love going to games with my parents. I hope maybe they won't. I don't know, but I know how much it means to me. This money just signals it to everybody. We're, we're making more money than you guys have any idea, like fans. It's like rubbing your face in it a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. But I'm, I mean, again, I'm not mad about that, but I'm, I'm frustrated from a perspective of if you have to raise ticket prices to afford these, these commitments. And it's like, you're taking away the joy of a sporting event because now instead of a two or three time a year thing, it's a one-time thing. Like I'm trying to pull up ticket prices for the Creighton game tomorrow against. We looked last night. It's $150. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to say, because it's like, because it's not just professional that we're seeing. It's, no, it's everything. It's, it's everything that's turning into just where we can actually watch. Like the, there becomes that moment where you're like, I'm not paying for that. Like, okay, I'll go to, I'll go to a college game. Yeah. I'll pay 40 bucks, 50 bucks for it. No, it's 120. Wait, what? It's 120 bucks a ticket to go to a college basketball game where it's two hours. Yeah. Really? Okay. So now you're going, okay, you want to go to a Golden Knights game? Yeah. Okay. I'll pay 85 bucks a ticket. That's fine for decent seats. No, 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 no. It's 175. 175. 
A ticket? Yeah, it's one seven seven ticket. Hold on, really? Like a Sunday afternoon? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, Coke There's is like, ten. Popcorn yeah. is fifteen. Parking is twenty. Sandwiches. Yeah. Parking like, is fifty. There's these stop signs that are constantly being put up around sporting events right now, and we wonder why people aren't going to games because it's like. I have my own bathroom, my own food, and I don't pay anything. And I can watch the game in the comfort of my own home. No worry about the guy next to me being a moron saying things in front of my kid that I don't want to hear or watching some dude get into a fight two rows ahead of me and my kid gets punched. Like the things that you run into on a live experience that the live experience is wonderful, but it's becoming so impractical. And when I see $3.2 billion being committed I'm like, all right, so the Mets, the Yankees, the Red Sox, you know, San Diego, like what do Padres tickets look like soon? Like, can you get into the building for less than 50 bucks? Can you even get standing room only to go watch the Padres? They've got $300 million committed to two players. (laughs) Three players, sorry, to three infielders. I mean, it's Uh, insanity. I don't know. We'll, we'll, We'll... We'll figure that out. I went to a game last year by myself in August, a business person special Thursday day game against the Rockies in San Diego. Right. I walked up to the counter, the ticket office, and said, I need a ticket for for tonight's game. And she said, the cheapest we have is $20. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, what's the most expensive ticket? And she said, 90. And I said, where's that? And she said, six rows behind home plate. It's pretty good. I said, I'll take it. She's like, what? I said, I'll take the most expensive seat. And I went to, and so 90 was the most expensive seat. I was by myself and I knew it was the only game I was going to see unless I went back for a playoff game or something. So I said, fuck it. But I wouldn't have been able to do it if I had the whole family. Right. You know, $500 for a mid-season Baseball August baseball game against a team that's out of it in the Rockies. I'd rather watch a game at the bar across the street. That's where you have to start weighing those decisions, right? I think sports, I've been saying this for years since the kids were little. We used to go to the Wrangler games all the time. It was an enjoyable night out. It was sports. It was the event. I could go get one of everything at the refreshment stand and spend $25. Parking was free. The tickets were relatively inexpensive. We got a good experience. That wasn't the excitement of the games in the NHL, but it was fun. And I started, you know, cause we didn't have a team here when this started. So I was like, Oh, I, you know, we would do a weekend and go to San Diego and watch the pirate series, or we would go down mm-hmm. to Arizona and watch a hockey game. And I started to realize like, Holy shit, this is getting expensive. Like, you know, multiple people, I think sports are going to have an issue with in, in person, but the TV money's so big, right? Now they don't they care. Can, yeah, they're making right. deals with the, you know, sports folks are becoming partners. They're paying them zillions of dollars to be partners, put their shit in their stadiums. I don't know how much they need the live gate. It's a great question. Sports could have a great weekend. Thanks for being here. Really appreciate you guys hanging out. We're back on Monday. We will continue live here on Twitter. I don't think we're back on YouTube yet, but we're live on Twitter and the audio podcast as well here for BVB. Uh, Better to book at time. Three hockey bets. Okay. 
Bruins at Arizona. Puck line. Devils at home against the Rangers. Did you see the Bruins line? Yes. It's not even. It's the money line is minus 350 on the 60 road. at Fandle. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. This is so good. You, you got to lay now. You got to lay minus 144 to take them on the puck line. Right now. <laughs> Minus 144 in the Bruins on the puck line. It's not even logical. I want to know if you guys are watching. I want to know. Somebody reach out to me and tell me. How many bets when that puck drops today are you have on Arizona? (laughs) I want to fucking know. Because it's less than the number of fingers on these two hands. Amen to that. And I don't care how many users you got. (laughs) I don't care what state you're in. You're Devils line. If there's more than ten bets on that team, Devils Rangers puck line. Sorry, Islanders. Sorry, ooh, Devils ooh, Islanders. Wait, what are you doing, Devils? Devils puck line. Devils puck line against the Islanders. Oh, that's up. Wait. That that's gone up. That was lower last night to where it yep, was now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, now it's plus one twenty two. Blackhawks puck line plus one and a half. Why goals. are you punishing yourself and putting the Blackhawks puck line on there? Because it's it's on the oh, it's the system. It's the yes, system. Okay, it's to all right. Fade all the right, team on a back to back. So right. I can't stomach betting the Blackhawks money, oh, but I can stomach the Blackhawks on the puck line. <laughs> can lose the game, just lose by one. Three, three, go to overtime, please. <laughs> Just go to overtime. So we're good. Oh, why don't you just put the Knights on there against the against the Flyers? Put the Knights puck line on there. Let's see what happens if uh, if the Knights puck line against the instead Flyers. of the Devils, maybe instead of, not the Blackhawks. I, I like the Devils. Devils won four one their first matchup against the. Islanders. I like the Devils too. Yeah, do it yeah. instead of the Blackhawks. Just see what it does. See what it does. Uh, right now, that's a plus 682 parlay. Bruins, Devils, Golden Knights, 682. It's a longer shot. That's funny. It's plus 108. And the Blackhawks is minus 235. The Blackhawks plus a goal and a half is minus 235 right now. <laughs> I told you. This massive steam that's come in on Chicago. What in the fuck? That might be wrong. Really? That's excessive. Like the kids say, that's extra. <laughs> Hold on. Minus 235? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the highest number in the world by fucking 35 minus, cents. DraftKings is minus 210. That's big difference from minus 235. Well, it's, yeah, I mean. Holy shit. <laughs> People right now, for whatever reason, they, they, they like the Blackhawks <laughs> at FanDuel. That is unbelievable. That That's that big of a difference. Somebody's watching the show right now going on to try to arb that. They're going to try to, they're going to try to work that price. Wow. All right. Well, that's, I mean, I don't know. It's, that's Ajita. That, that parlay is nothing but Ajita, but it's two <laughs> out of three. And I think if you, you know, you, you take a shot and, they do it with the Blackhawks and do it with the do it with the Knights. The Knights are winning by two goals tonight against the Flyers, are they not? I mean, most likely. Oh, uh, yeah, it's minus two hundred at Betfred. It's, it's the two thirty five. Don't make no sense, Pete. I'm looking at the <laughs> odds board. 
somebody's either fucking up or sleeping at the wheel or they're giving their friend a good price on a Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> Puck on. I'm just telling you, that's way off base. Way off. Yeah, it's it's a that's wow. Wow, that's really interesting. So the Blackhawks Bruins Devils parlay at Betfred is plus 483. If you do Let's see if you, but if you take out the Blackhawks and you you go and put the Golden Knights in there, like you like the Golden Knights on the puck line, um, that parlay turns into a plus six ninety seven seven to one return. It's a better parlay if you take out the Blackhawks, which might be the most vulnerable of the three bets. Bruins, Devils, Golden Knights puck line parlay is seven to one. It's like we've done this before. I told you, that's good. I mean, I don't know. That's, well, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good bet. I think I'm, I'm, I'll add that in. I like that bet. I'll, I'll add that in tonight. Um, what finally, one more. Six in a row. These are the two hottest teams, or near the top, of eight and two each on over the last ten games. Oilers Wild Our, over one over six and a half at B minus one. B squared play for Friday for roll call Friday. Anybody that's hung this long with us, we got to give them a B squared play. As soon as you said it, I said, I saw the graphic pop up before you even said it. Fair is on it. Changing to Chiron, whatever that's called. Cry on over, you. over, over, over. Right now at Bedfred, minus 105 on this bet. They're betting the shit under. Yep. Why did you get over minus 120? Last night. It's- that's what it was last night. They're betting the shit out of this under. Yeah, I don't get it. Why? Uh, expecting some sort of great defensive effort from one of these two teams? <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> I mean, Good luck with that. Six and zero for Minnesota over the last six games of the over. You've got uh, Edmonton on the year. Edmonton is. Let me see. They're um, more over sixteen nine and two to the over. Mm. On the year, Minnesota is 14 and 11 to the over. Over the last 10, both teams are 8 and 2. Over the last five, a 5 and 0 record for the Wild and a 4 and 1 record for the Edmonton Oilers. You just did over to <laughs> three times. <laughs> three times in 10 seconds. That's one of my favorite things that you say. Over to, so, yeah. over to, over to. How is that possible? And then you say, you over. say room. room instead of room. You say room. in the room. Room. It's a, that, that's my only Boston accent is where I, is where I say room. I love it. That's a, that, that's a Boston accent room. <laughs> Quick and easy room. <laughs> R-U-M. It's rum, but with like a, a long, a How long you room. Broom. 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 It's broom. 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 O-O-M with any letter. Not broom. 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 Broom and broom. That's yeah. my, my favorite shit right here. This shit all comes out. Of I don't the have head. many. I, I, I pronounce my arm or my, my R's. So I say arm. But yeah, you know, um, yeah. B squared play over. Let them bet the under. They're getting a better price than you got right now. Anyone listening Way better. to the show? I, mean, I, right really under. I got close. my, I, I laid minus 120 last night. You, get you minus might be five. able to wait and get even money on this shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the odds boards right now. What are they seeing that I'm not on that? I just, I don't know. Six and a half under 15 at every place. Under minus 15. Bet Fred's 105. Bet Fred's a, a dime cheaper. So On the under? Out. Yeah. No, on the over, sorry. On the over. It's minus 115 yeah, in the that's under. that's what I yeah. mean. The under is minus 115 at Bet Fred too, right? Yes. 
Yeah, so the, uh, the over's pl- yep. uh, minus 05. Minus 105, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way that thing's being bet. They're betting it that way. I don't get it. I don't get it. Nor do I. So we'll see what happens. I could be Over. wrong. I've been I've been horrible this week, so fade away on my bets. I've been bad, bad this week. Not been good. Let's start the weekend off right. Hopefully. Let's see what happens. Favorite thing about today is what? We got through another show. <laughs> we got, no, I mean, we, we're one step closer to one-year anniversary. We got through another show. I got a text from uh, Elise. I got to call her or something after this. Find out something new every day with this bullshit. Uh, just waiting to see what's next. Um, um, That's it. We got through another show. I was going to, I was thinking of something else, but I'm going to wait. Okay. I don't even want to jinx it. I just want to talk about the Patriots game on Monday on the show in a good way. I swear I'm going to be stressed waiting to hear Justin in Vermont. I'm thinking of you text me and Matt. What what you go with after the fact? Yeah. Don't Hell do yeah. it before, please. Do your thing. Keep the routine the same. Keep showing up. Everybody in the brigade. Keep showing up. Thinking of Justin. Get through another week. Oh, all right. I feel better. Go ahead. Thank you, sir. My favorite thing about today is that Madeline performs tonight in her Christmas concert tonight. Thanks. She'll have nine songs with dancers and outfit changes. And it's been, they've been doing this for four months now since September, yep. getting ready for this thing tonight. And it's kind of, I feel bad for her because she's been dealing with a cold for the week and she's all frustrated about that. But we're going to try to do some after school cleansing of the, of the, of the, of the gunk, get it out, get her, get her voice back, get her, get, get out there. But it's, it's awesome for me to see my kid is very similar to me and how I was. I loved performing, but I had a fucked up childhood and I had a fucked up home life and it mm-hmm. caused me to lack the confidence to get out there and do it. And my kid has skits. She's going to have skate stage fright tonight. She's going to be nervous. She's going to be jittery. She's going to go. I, I don't want to go out there. And then she'll get, I get out there. And the second it starts, you just see it all melt away and the smile becomes electric and she could power a goddamn town with how excited she is and how much she enjoys being on stage and performing. And so it's such an awesome thing to watch that scared, that nervous, that energy that I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then she does it and she loves it. And she really gets out there and shines. It's, it's one of my favorite things about being a dad. It's watching the overcoming of those issues. You know, what's even scarier. What? When you got an eight-year-old that ain't scared of nothing. Mm. I got an eight-year-old that is, <laughs> she, she could go on NBC tomorrow. She could go on. If I tell her, hey, we're doing a show on ESPN, she's like, okay. You should have seen her at that Enchant. She was taking pictures like a model. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? She's like, what do you mean? I'm just taking pictures. She ain't afraid of shit. She walked out and performed at Fremont Street with a street performer three years ago. Wow. She made 40 bucks in tips in 30 seconds. People were throwing money at her. She went in the middle of the circle and outdanced the dancer. That's awesome. (laughs) I saw the video. My wife sent me the video. I was like, what the is that? (laughs) I live. I try to live like her every day because like at this point, you guys know I really ain't afraid of nothing for better or for worse. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. 
I'll ask you this question. Are you going to tear up watching her sing? No, I, I teared up the first time when she was performing in plays. When the first time she had her solo like moment on right, stage. Right. Yep. And it was I just her and she yep. had Mike and she was the one all yep. eyes were on her yep. and she nailed the line. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I was, yeah. I was, a, I was a little right. bit of, a, of an emotional mess after that, but I've now it's pride. Now it's, it's, yep. it's, not, it's not emotion Different. as much as, as I want her to perfect it. Like I want her to uh-huh. keep growing and keep going with it because like Madeline's having, I think a, a, a lot of kids at this age, like, she's trying to find exactly what she likes. Uh-huh. Like she knows what she likes, but she doesn't know like where she fits right now. Uh-huh. Like she's tried gymnastics and she's tried piano and she's tried all these different things. And like nothing really has caught her passion. Right. And so like, I keep on saying like, Hey, we're just going to keep on sending you up like a pilot. Let's keep on sending you up. Like keep yep. on doing it until you find out what you do and don't like. And it's okay. If you don't like sports, it's okay. If you love sports, it's okay. If you don't like performing, it's okay. If you do like performing, like figure out what you actually really enjoy doing. And then we'll go ahead and really try to make it, make sure that you, you enjoy it. So, you know, it's like kids, you just, you know, you let kids be kids and they'll figure their way through it and find what they do and don't like, but she likes being on stage like that. She always comes back to it and says, Uh I like being on stage. I like performing. Like, okay. So then we'll keep on doing it. And you know, she's not going to be the next Celine Dion, but she gets out there and, sings it her best way she can do it and you know tries or tries her best and and has a has a really good time doing it which is all that I really care about that's the that's the that's the fun part of watching it all and being a part of it and like you said keep sending them up we put ours through everything and had no promises of anything yeah. just try it if you like it we'll keep going if you don't we'll stop and at any point you got to guide them like hey you're really good at this you should keep doing it well, I hate it. Well, okay. Take a break and see if you like it again. Um, I mean, you know, Kendall trained for four months to run a 5K. Wow. Last Saturday, she woke up and threw up and couldn't breathe and didn't feel good. We didn't, she didn't go. She oh. didn't get the opportunity to go run the fucking race. Damn. <laughs> and, and that's it. That's that's that that doesn't exist. The girls running club doesn't exist in the spring. They trained for this to run in the 5K the week after Thanksgiving, and she got sick. So we didn't get the payoff. Tonight is the payoff for me boxing. (laughs) Right? You trained all that time, and then you (laughs) three years. That's what I'm saying. So like you don't get the payoff. So enjoy the payoff. That's that's another lesson for life, right? Like we talk about that shit all the time. Enjoy the payoff, no matter the result. Right. You had the Raiders last night and you lose. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It still sucks. Still sucks, but it's okay. You get another bet today. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> you you are what your mind takes in. I will leave you that. That was a yeah. Bill D quote that Bill D wrote to me last night after he saw the clip of the show yesterday. He said, You are what your mind takes in. Bill D? Yeah. The guy in Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. Can we go see that guy? Absolutely, hundred percent. Be a ball. Got to go see the dogs. <laughs> go see his dog kennel that he's got going on. He's got a hotel for animals. It's nicer than most people's apartments. It's unbelievable. People, thank you for being here. Thank you for bearing with us. We really appreciate it. We're having some technical difficulties today, but it happens. We'll be back on Monday for a full recap. Big week as we count down to the one year anniversary on Friday for us. 
like, subscribe, review, all the fun stuff. He is Dave. I am Matt. We'll talk to you on Monday, really tomorrow morning too, for the Discord channel. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that. For BBB.